AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Room like this nigga. That's why I said man. Man, yeah, they had to hit me with the uh, breathing tube get to get to open up my lungs. I went to anaphylactic. Anaphylactic shock is when your when your uh, windpipe and shit close, close up. up. They had to put a tube down your throat. Yeah, that's one when the mother was gonna tell me. Yeah, man, Chico went surgery. I was like, man, shut the fuck up. No, so they had to put a tube down your shit and open and that open bitch it back up. up. Yeah, you a little mm-hmm. damn over a pretzel. One piece of pretzels, now. That's it, and that's all it takes. So like I said, for me, it's different. Now, I got growing up with food allergy, Slim, like, I don't, it's so much shit I ain't never had. Niggas be like, nigga, you ain't never had a Reese's Snickers? Right. No. You ain't missing huh? shit. Yeah, you ain't, ain't never shit. had a Snickers? No, nigga. They delicious little motherfucker, but you ain't missing shit. No, they not. Yeah, yeah, you'll be singing it so hard to say goodbye. Right, you know what It's so hard to say goodbye, nigga. Hell nah, fuck that. Fuck them peanut butter cups. Nah, nigga, fuck peanut butter in general, nigga. I'm I'm beefing with that motherfucker. You can't even fuck with peanut butter brown women. No, that's different. That's different. I don't even know why you would just do that like that. that I, it hit my mind. How about yeah. say you going to fuck white women? That's crazy. No, I don't hell do that. Not. Oh, that's, really that's dark. Nuts too, you got to be the chocolate. No, 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 no
That's the next. That's all I the peanut prefer. butter chocolate. Yeah, Dang. I can do that. You know what I mean? I think it's time for you to play us some pimping, man. Uh-oh. Mm. That's that's uh, that what he like. Yeah, he was whole time we've been talking. That nigga been over that motherfucker like. The whole time we've been talking, that nigga been like, this nigga don't respect me. I'm about to drop this zoom on this nigga. Now, uh, what's that? That's that Commodore Commodore sample, zoom. Oh, yeah. Three sixteen. Mm. That's my shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's back when Lionel Richie had the streets unlocked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, that nigga was the coldest. You feel me? You killed that shit. That's the type of shit we be on over here, man. We just be vibing and shit, yeah. just trapped out. Come on, get it in. I'm y'all doing it for oh. many moon. Come on. Oh yeah, we've been doing this podcast shit before niggas knew what a podcast was. Fact. We really kind of defined what it was, for, you know, Fact. for urban podcasts, because it wasn't a whole lot of people Fact. out here. And everybody else really... just follows suit. Come on. You know, it's like you niggas know, it's like and get in where you fit in. Mm. Nigga wants. You know, there's a need. Black people have voices, and we need to discuss certain topics and certain capacities. Nigga wants you next. We need some niggas like us who gonna talk that shit and bring it real. Then we need some niggas out here giving bad relationship advice. Then we need some ladies giving their point of view on niggas giving bad relationship advice. Then we need some niggas and some women giving collective bad advice. Right. Then we gotta see some people who spiritually uplift us. Right. Some black positivity. Some motherfuckers who entertain us. Some people who mm. gonna tell us how to eat better and get this money. It's all type of lanes that black people need to be in, and we in ours. Come on. Yeah. That's why we can move can. and do what we want to do, because we ain't worried about what nobody can. else doing. Yeah. Hey, it's enough for everybody to get some. Got everybody had to start. Yes. In certain what ways, but we got to bring the integrity back and we got to make sure that everybody got the resources that they need to be successful. Mm. Mm. Come on. And that's the whole point of this platform right here. That's why we don't just be bringing everybody through here and we really focus right now on bringing nothing but ghetto legends. Mm. Now people felt like the people said you supposed to been here. Who started? I should, I and then we been. look up and I see you doing all these other podcasts, and I took that personal, and I hit you, and I said, Nick. He did take it personal. Don't yeah. go on nobody else shit without coming to the trap. He, he called me 1 o'clock in the morning. You see this shit? Do you see this shit? I'm like, bro, my eyes closed. What you talking about? I'm like, he must be doing a favor <laughs> for somebody, because we really know this nigga. Come on. Hey, I told you, since I've been trying to get over here. First of all, this shit is in the trap. Y'all nigga, it took me what over an hour to get to this. Ain't nobody tell you to be way the fuck Come out on. there where you at. Where? No, no. Where we at? Where way you the fuck out there. We definitely way the fuck out there. You know what I mean? Where we shoot that. Where yeah, all the way. Ain't no way they charge you to go way out there. They had to ask you for a favor, because that's fucking far. Nigga, it's far. What happened to Tyler Perry, man? We ain't fucking, we ain't shooting that Tyler Perry. Nigga, that's the most popular motherfucker in uh, studio to shoot at in Atlanta. This motherfucker's booked up for years. Shit. Marvel and all of them motherfuckers shoot over there. Tyler, I talked to Tyler, that nigga said, nigga, I can't even shoot my own shows over here. We can't do Central Stage no more? Center Stage. Center Stage? Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't big enough. And then, you know, they have venues, so they got yeah. shows and shit. Like, yeah. you got to block that shit out for a month. That shit. That was the latest. We were talking about that shit the other day. I said, We had a whole fucking club in the We had a room. party yeah. after every episode. That shit was like a I club. Used to do, I used boy. to do that shit, too. I just 
liabilities. It's just like, I was that like, it wasn't happening. happening. Yeah. And then they started them scoring. Not that, not that particular year. I mean, I'm just saying in general, you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like, all it takes is one motherfucker to do something. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the way. But if you want to be technical, that was the latest. Oh, my Lord. I don't know. Nah, don't y'all know. niggas ain't been around. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I can't say. That I can't say. Young niggas. After, after, after. You well, know, no. beat every last one of them. Yeah, well, I say since they came saying. back. I don't know about the nah, old they shit. Nah, but that don't even count. Well, nobody there to watch them. We was in high school. All right, we'll park it then. Without further ado. We got a very special ghetto legend in here with us today. Yeah. He got a long list of credits. He has long literally list. done everything that a nigga can do right. in life. Right. This man has an amazing life. He has at least 30 jobs. Right. Uh, very entertaining. Right. It gave all of us the opportunity to be better niggas. Right. So it's an honor and a privilege to have none other than then who? Nick Cannon in yeah. the trap. All the way. All the way, man. Man, it's about fucking time. God damn, OG, you told y'all was coming. You know, we would leave work together. That's what we just did today. Yeah, I asked him, we was on set. You know what I mean? We was walking off at the last show. I said, Nick, man, when you come to do the podcast? He was like, man, let's do it. Let's shut it up. You know when I get the high pitch voice, you know this nigga. When he get the high pitch voice, I'm like, oh, he really coming. First of all, you don't have shit to worry about on the 85 South show. Every time you go on the podcast, you say some crazy shit that gets the internet all riled up. I'm probably gonna say some crazy shit here too. Alright, fuck it. That's on you. We're gonna go viral. It's on you. That's what we do, man. This shoot, this suit loud as hell. Yeah, you know, I'm loud. That's why I don't give a fuck. I ain't never give a fuck. Why do you wear them shades? I, I, I just want to know. God <laughs> damn, OG, please, man. You don't like my shit? I do. I do because I got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> but why do you have you wear them shades? You, you wear a lot of shades, but them These are, are your favorites. The, my YSLs, I love these shits, but I'm going to tell you because it's, it's, it's like when, you know, Clark Kent and Superman. Right. Like this is really the low key look. This is I gotta be up at five in the morning. This is late at night. Turban, star shades. But I look different when I get paid millions of dollars on TV. Facts. So this is this is just this is the cover up shit. Where but I just you wear them chilling. on TV too. But I, when you don't see me with glasses on, that's right. when I'm getting paid the most. Uh, okay. When so when you got glasses shit, on, that that means you don't. Yeah. This the mascot. This the. You know, you only keep the bag. You only can see my got. eyes when you're giving me millions of dollars. There it is. Man. The rest of you niggas is, <laughs> is under suspicion. <laughs> I, I don't know who this is I'm talking to. I might be asleep under these motherfuckers. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like, we didn't, you know, it's so crazy to have you here, man. Because like I said, we came in this shit a decade ago. Like, and we this was, crazy. like, me and Lowe's talk all the time, like, just about that position that we was in and just in life at that time. Niggas right. was. Broke. I'm talking about just broke, bro. I'm I remember sending fifty, sixty dollars home and shit. Like, so for you being a person that you know, like you said, gave us the opportunity to be better niggas. Like, was that your intention yeah, for the man. whole time, or was it just like a something that you just was doing because, like you said, you a nigga that know how to get millions of dollars on television? I know. That's why. I, shoot, I built the platform for to give niggas opportunity. 
Like even when I, the early seasons, when it was Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, D-Ray, Atheon, like I was just to be like, look, I was on, I was doing movies and music and shit, but, and I had the, the relationship at Viacom, so I just was like, yo, let me create something to, to put the squad on, and it just started working. So it was even by the time y'all came around, it was, that, that's, that's the MO, you know what I mean? Like we just gotta make sure, and we just keeping our eye out for cats who, you know, really had the sauce and really had the work ethic right. to, I mean, look what y'all built, y'all built, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's the beauty of it all. When you get, when you say, yo, it's a lot out there to go get and motherfuckers really pay attention and go get it. But that's what it's here for. But the thing is, though, like you had the show and it went away, and you didn't have a necessity to bring it back. You didn't nah, need it. Nah. So what? That's what I'm saying as far as what made you want to bring like to 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 go that route again. Yeah, man. I was I was at the crib. I was married. I was chilling. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be honest. I was, I had to start because I started paying attention to the, the battle rap world, and I would see cats like Khan and Clips and Hitman. And I just became a fan of it. And I was like, yo, that's that's really what we used to do on Wildin' Out. But they took it and really just culturified it all the way and took took it took it to a whole new new level with the the level of talent and even how how authentic and grimy it was. I mean, obviously niggas been battle rapping since, you know, cool. the Cold Cush brothers yeah. and Kumo D and all, you know, Treacherous Three, but the when when we put it out there in the earlier seasons of Wild and Out, we made it fun and you know it was me and Kanye and you know like it was really on some like paying homage to like the backpack type shit. And then they took battle rap culture and like turned it into something. And then shit after that, I was like, yo, I should I should do this again with a whole new generation. And I was inspired by that. I was like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it again, I'm gonna flip it like this. Yeah. Uh, and I was all right. I was you know. I was running the, the team division at Nickelodeon at the time, so I was already over there. And even at one point, I was thinking, like, like let me just do, like, a wildin' out for teenagers or for kids, like, on some more educational type stuff. So then I kind of stopped developing that, and I was like, I'm going to just bring it back. And Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Boy, appreciate you for that. Yeah. God, damn. And then that's what we did. We brought mm -hmm. that shit back. I mean, shit. But see, and like y'all two was on, you know, the first iteration, and then... Yeah, you know. two T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, two yeah, T-shirt, yeah. two T-shirt, uh, uh, the twenty-five cent bag of chips. Yeah, they, but you know what though? Like now, being there and being, you know, one of the well, how many of us left? It's just me, you, like five, E Man, and, and Khan, Khan, right? From that, That's from it. that original season five. How many people was there? Four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's four. It's yeah. only four of us. From Shit, that it was well, last time we took a picture. It was more than four people. Motherfuckers, just. <laughs> This is be disappearing. Yeah, but it's like that process then, like I use that as an example all the time because that was like gladiator school. Hell yeah. In regards to the time that we came in, it's like it's different now because, you know, the, the platform has grown and it took on a life of its own. But when right. we came in, Corey and them niggas was like, fuck is this nigga, yeah. nigga. And you had to prove yourself in a way to where it wasn't, it wasn't no writers. It wasn't nobody yeah. to help you. It was right. just. Niggas and comedians was looking at y'all like, from like especially like Spanky. And Yo, I was, yeah, we boy, you remember that shit? Yeah, they, I mean for real, bro. Like it was they crazy. Really, they really fuck with y'all niggas. Nah, they was like, man, who are these niggas? Yeah, I wouldn't say not not in front of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but their opinion never mattered. If you really gonna gauge 
what you about to do off of what a nigga like that say. Right. That, that ain't <laughs> never been my MO. Right. Them I, niggas I, ain't never impressed me. This nigga here. And then this nigga came in and took their whole energy and <laughs> started doing the same shit. He hate all the new niggas too. <laughs> but that, who was there to like? Right. You can't name a nigga in there that I was wrong about. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you don't like nobody. Nigga, they, they not likable people. <laughs> You just be finding, you found a random nigga with a towel on his head. <laughs> that nigga was, he was, uh, Google no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was Before terrible. it was called TikTok. It was called Musical.ly. Hey, man, you should have left his ass Google on that I tell no, you that. No, I no. talking about why. It was a kid. He was a young boy. <laughs> I don't shit. know. What the fuck? Told, uh, I forgot what his name was. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, man? man. Oh, that, the Christian. That was the yeah, nigga. Yeah. Do you see how you don't yeah. even remember the nigga name? That's what I'm talking about. You should have left his ass on that app. Nigga, Lowe's don't like man, he can't fuck you. The whole personality is tying a towel around your head. Hey, that nigga was, and now he used to do some weird shit. He used to like put his legs behind his head. Why are you head? impressed by shit like that? <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you why. This nigga is an asshole, bro. Like that this should nigga, not no, fuck that. That should not be enough to be on Wild and Out. No, you gotta understand. This nigga, I learned the first workshop how much of an asshole this nigga was at his core. Like, people see the nigga, that glass and shit, like, whoever up under there, that's who that nigga really is. Like, nigga, we in the workshop the first day. The first day, we walking around and shit, or everybody walking around, this nigga got a shocker. <laughs> you see how he laughed like a Batman villain? Like, like this shocking motherfucker? Bruh, nigga was trying to play, he was game. trying to play a game where you sit in a death row electric chair. Right. And you wrap a dog collar around your neck, nigga. And if you, and if fuck, you fuck up the rap, they shock your neck. I'm like, bro, what the fuck did I sign up for? I don't know if I want to make it this bad. This thing. That like, was funny as fuck. See? Why they go through with it? Because the standards of practice, they didn't want niggas to get hurt and shit like that. I'm glad you found me on the app. I bring my audition. He said, shit, just do something. It was funny. I'm like, what you want me to do? He's like, I don't know, nigga, do something. I'm like, shit. If I wouldn't, if I, I, everyone ain't going to be gold. It's some fool's gold out there. This nigga was already proven by the time he got on Wild nobody, Nobody gave me a shot like how he said. He said, I remember it was you, Nile, and Shelby. At Atlanta Comedy Theater, nigga. And they was in the, you know, Nile giving him producer look. Shelby just being Shelby. Bro, I didn't even. But just do something. I didn't even have a wildin' out audition. Nigga was outside, 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 outside talking shit about. Outside. Like, who's this nigga in the motherfucking old school talking shit about niggas? Bring that nigga inside. And that's what we got. That's, that's crazy. Nigga, that's I, Still the same niggas to this day. I, I met this nigga. That's how he got his shot. Two <laughs> years ago. Man, all y'all niggas is terrible. You ugly. They don't like you. You too old. I was on them niggas' ass. Listen, I met this nigga two years before Wild Out even came back. He was doing a Fresh Faces of Comedy show in New York at Gotham Comedy Club, and Dolly was working with him at the time. Pete Davidson. Me, Pete, and all us came. You are a new Pete. Yeah, I've been new Pete. You know what I mean? But um, I came to do the show. And when I came in to do the show, the white man that owned the club was like, yeah, I don't know who you are, bro. So you can't say this. You can't say that. You can't say I'm like, nigga, what the fuck type shit is this? Right. Bro, so one I, day Pete sent me a message said, man, I would call you, but I don't have a phone. <laughs> Recently? 
that was the last time I talked to him. <laughs> he said I would call you, but I don't have a phone. He damn sure said it. Why the fuck he said it? I don't know, but you know, I didn't even know if I should respond or if he was gonna get it. Yeah, I feel. You. I don't know what he sent it on. Right. <laughs> but so I'm I nervous as a motherfucker, right? So I'm like, man, everything that I thought I was gonna say, this man just told me I can't say. Right. So I go outside, my creative process always, you know, I duck off, talk to myself. So I'm right. outside walking around in a circle talking to myself. This nigga pull up, him and Dorian, pull up, see me outside talking to myself, just look like, eh, New York. <laughs> Walk right in. I go on stage, do my set, I come off, he stopped me and say, hey man, you, you just was outside making all that shit you just talked about up just now, wasn't you? Because I just was talking about what just happened. Right. Like I got on stage and talked about the white man telling me, I couldn't do my jokes and right. you let a white man tell you you couldn't I do your jokes. I didn't know joke. no better. <laughs> I didn't Boy, know no better. Y'all niggas disappoint no, me. I'm over there the red I've been doing comedy for two years at that time. Fuck. And I'm going up to New York for the first time, not doing this. This, you know, this nigga here, boy. Boy, that crazy. This nigga here is. Man, what type of shit is that? mail off the oh, turf, my nigga. That's the shit you should have said. That's what I said when I got on stage. You should have said everything he told you not to say. That would have you would have ripped that motherfucker. It's so talented, and that's what I recognize. The nigga, yeah, he stopped him. Freestyled and, and rocked that motherfucker. Man, he let a white man tell him not. <laughs> he ain't gonna let that go. No, I mean, it's hey, at least I'm. That motherfucker might have been Puerto Rican. That's he might have been No, he was a, he was a white man. Not to say. See, like I said, I'm, I'm still like learning. You, I'm learning the comedy game. How the fuck game. you gonna be a comedian and you went prepared for this shit all week and then the right. motherfucker say, hey, nigga's brilliant. Don't say that. This nigga, this nigga acting like a nigga, like I tell a white man told me not to say nothing last weekend. Nigga, that was in 2010. I was doing white. open like, mics in Greensboro, yeah. North Carolina. Like, nigga. Nigga. The yeah. only fuck is wrong with you? And he yeah. wanted the opportunity. Yeah, and I came up and did the shit, nigga. I get off stage. Nick was like, man, was you just making all that up? I was like, yeah, man. He said, man, keep doing that. I'm around some of the best in the game. They can't do what you just did. Really? And then we went to... I don't know if you remember this. We went to Six Flags the next day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dolly was crying. Yeah, shit. we went to Six Flags the next day. <laughs> she was scared of roller coasters. Yeah, she was scared of roller coasters. Nigga made her get on a roller coaster. This is an asshole, bro. I've seen this nigga at his core. So, I'm you a terrible I'm, person I'm, like that? I'm like that nigga. You made me eat a fish. What you mean, just like me? Yeah. You, I ain't no. You terrible, nigga. Nigga just called you uh, Gargamel. I can't even. I don't want to hear that shit. White man talking about this shit. What the? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm evil. Yeah, if that's the case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm watching you at that time. Mind you, I'm an all the way nobody. I'm just a nigga that's with a nigga that's with a nigga at that time. <laughs> with but too we, many niggas. No, it was yeah. I was the last nigga. I'm with. I, <laughs> we just I'm, met with I'm with the assistant of the assistant, nigga. I'm like, ooh, ain't I'm no just, seat. Stay let me let me stay back here so I don't overstay my welcome. I don't want to you know do too much. So I'm watching him just as observing, and I'm seeing him go, you know, he VIP and everybody, they yelling on the speaker, don't hang over the rails, and people going crazy trying to take pictures and shit. And I'm looking like, man, this is what success looks like in this game. Right. Can I deal with this shit? And at that point, I was like, yeah, nigga, I can deal with this shit. And, you know, at that point, I was like, nigga, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That is just the, the craziest shit I ever seen with this nigga. A white lady handed him a baby and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was before the kid. I'm telling you, this, <laughs> we was out somewhere and the lady just handed this nigga a baby. And he was like, who the fuck baby is this? <laughs> white baby? A white baby. I know that pissed And it wasn't off. mine. 
No, that pissed you off. You had that white lady. That no, white that was lady. like, man, this. I, I didn't even know shit like this happened in America. <laughs> I ain't never seen that shit before. Where was we? Where was y'all at? Trust the black man with your baby. Where was y'all at? Man, I don't, it must have been on them tour shows or something. Where was on tour? Was the fan. Yeah, she wasn't just coming to give me a baby, nigga. Was, How late is tour? What that? What, what, what that first. Bro, people ask me all the time, what's the joke that went too far? Like have, in the whole history of while and now, the one that went, I don't, I don't think there is one that went too far. Niggas done been talk, talked about me dying. Niggas done talked about my baby mama. It's like I, I don't but really give that's, a shit. I that's got, one of the I things. Can't, I got a thick skin. You can't say nothing to really. That's what me. I always give you credit for. One of the main things that I give you credit for in our journey, you know, being you know people that you gave an opportunity to. A lot of niggas that's in your position to give you the opportunity to stand back and see what you do. Yeah. And just let you go out and just, you know, so a nigga not attached to it. Like, oh, he's some shit? Ah, well, I mean, hey, <laughs> right, you right. know what I mean? Catch you when I catch you. But you stood beside us the whole time and allowed time. us to use a nigga that was already a superstar. Yeah. You know, it let us come up in that regard. That's, that's, that's about me. That's true generational wealth. I right. just want to see niggas win. I mean, yeah. That's what know. it is. I mean, if you really say you about it. for 10 years. Hey, hey. And y'all that took it beyond television. You feel me? Hey. We created this energy from, from being over there. Hell yeah. It's Movies it. and fucking record labels, all that shit. Y'all killing it. Call, you, 85 stuff ain't a record label yet? Yeah. yeah. How about to say? Yeah, yeah. we ain't yeah, yeah. yeah. going to top rappers. <laughs> Three terrible rappers. Fuck it. Hey, huh? hey. Some niggas we believe in. They, that's you know, all that matters. I'm not getting no terrible rappers. Fuck it. Everybody else do it. We ain't getting no terrible rappers. Who's going to invest the money? You going to invest your part of the money. I ain't doing it. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to cut that shit off and tell that boy go home. It's because you gifted, though. No. Like, you want somebody to be able to do See, shit at your the same level. Kind of of terrible. Terrible. No, 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 no. See? No. We're the I'm same saying, kind of terrible. See how he start off? That's yeah. his goal. We gonna find some terrible niggas. <laughs> no, hell no. We can find some niggas that can at least got talent that wanna do this shit. He like, no, no. let's find some motherfuckers who don't even care about this shit. Right. What? And then he just gonna That's talk all that, that shit, shit to me and this nigga <laughs> and just do exactly what he said this nigga been doing for 10 years. See, find some terrible niggas. Terrible niggas. He played, dude, that's the Jedi mind trick shit. You know what I'm saying? See, he really saying that's what I've been doing is finding <laughs> terrible niggas. What? You find some niggas that can't even rap better than me and Chico. Nigga, name them. <laughs> Y'all niggas do more than rap, though. Oh, man, I want to hear that shit. just dedicate their life to that shit. That's what it is. Y'all dedicated your life to being well, bigger no, than rap. We didn't dedicate our life to shit. This is part of what we do. But this is your life. Nah, this is just like one what night and night. you dedicated your life to, Lo? Pimping. <laughs> Don't act like you didn't know this shit. The Mac and, and the pimping is what uh, got me in the game. Him. Talk to it him. was the gift of gab. You the instigator and the motivator. If I couldn't convince these motherfuckers that I'm better than what they thought I was, none of this shit exists. The rejuvenator. I pimped this whole situation. If they second guess you, then use a hater. They come think on. this show is about a fucking interstate. Uh. Yeah. Nigga, come on. You <laughs> act like you don't see the pimping. Nah, nigga, I've been seeing it. They done fucked up and let me get a whole building with the square footage with security. Uh. Ain't no telling you know what really happened. They start pulling on their shit. <laughs> this is it. Look at the couch. Yeah. They, we could have got a new one. No, clean that one. Because uh. we bringing them but ghetto royalty through here. Uh. We want niggas to feel like they at their auntie house. Uh. Come on, man. You pimping the game. Look at this floor. You undedicated to life, too. We ain't even done yet. 
Uh. They was about to put a Walmart over here, but we told them no. This supposed to be in Walmart. Come no, on, man. Yeah, no, hey, man. I don't do that. Don't don't have them people coming back Walmart. over here and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> hold up, hold up. We were supposed to put a Walmart right there. Y'all scared Walmart. Great. I didn't even know it. We you got that? Look, I don't look. No disrespect. We scared Walmart. I won't let a white man tell me. over Target and the rest of the motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? That's all this. We'll rap about that later. Yeah, we'll rap about that. Hey, man, welcome back to the 85 South Show. Today, we are welling out with none other than Nick Cannon, the most controversial nigga in the game. People only look at the good shit that he do and they ignore all the controversial shit that he be doing. You gotta be likable, though. Every time you look up, he in some shit. As long as they like you, they, they'll, they'll forgive you. Nick, you be wilding, though. I say, wilding out. You be flirting with TMZ ladies and shit. You can't just be out here saying this kind of shit, Nick. You do it. No, but nigga, you Nick, though. You be having, you be doing the most. They give a fuck about you. I'm in a comfortable position in my career where I can say shit and don't nobody give a fuck. You say the wrong shit, it's on the news in the morning. <laughs> they canceling deals. Can't nobody drink Sprite no more and shit. Man, look, don't we- never gauge your life off the shit I do. You are way more successful than me. I should never be the gauge in your decision making. But uh, you always tell me you said, yo, just hire you to pick, pay you to just keep a real nigga around. And I guess you found some other niggas. I was not suggesting nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the why you listen wrong. That ain't you elevated beyond that position. Now you gotta hire real niggas to be around you to keep you solid and thorough. Yes, I am not there yet, Nick. I am the real nigga in my life. I take all the heat for my own decisions. As you but should. your ass, you out here just fucking going crazy in real life, man. I mean, I'm enjoying it, though. You probably shit. How many TV shows are you now? Shit, I stopped counting. You stopped counting. So what's the most exciting TV show? I know it's ours. I mean, I love Wild and Out. That's my baby. But, you uh, just saying that because we on there. I seen how happy you be on that mad singer shit. You smiled yeah, the, the whole time. Like you be that. smiling the whole I fucking time, Nick. Take these goddamn glasses off. See, yeah. that's the shit. Nah, I love the nigga. You really care about um, that? I remember you oh, was yeah, doing America's yeah. Got Talent, nigga. That nigga dressing room looked like the stage we shoot on. I was yeah. like, God Ooh. damn, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see you. What's the most exciting? Like, lift his day? arms up for a motherfucker to come fit him for a suit while he's standing right there. I said, yo. They put his clothes on. Man, the nigga went like this. That's, he was like, what's up, Shane? <laughs> and a motherfucker came and dressed this nigga. I said, oh, shit. That's money, money. Bro, this shit different all the way. That's uh, money, money. So what you, what you say is the most exciting show for you, then? Uh, ever? I mean, I got to say it's wilding out. That's just real wow. shit. That's the most freedom. I mean, one, because I run it. Right. And I can pretty much do whatever I want to do. And I created it. Right. Like from working on the logo to making all the beats to creating the games to picking the cast. Like, and then for it to be, nigga, we got restaurants now. We got board games. Right. It's a franchise. We got motherfucking tours and travel all over the world. Like, I, I haven't done that in any other capacity. You know what I mean? Like when, when you take something that started in here and then it literally becomes an iconic legacy for decades. Right. Yeah. That's a motherfucking murder. I use Wild and Out, Wild and Out as a blueprint for every show and everything that I go on. Cause I always say, well, I know Wild and Out from when it first came on, it was rough. 
I mm. caught the end part of the gladiator school, nigga. Yeah. When I found out y'all niggas was friends, I was like, damn, Carlos done left me by myself. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything AT&T from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. That's the thing, man. It's crazy you say that, Fly, because <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a level of talent, man, that... that you gotta have to do that shit to the level that it gotta be done at. And when you came, it was different. Like, when we first met, that's the first thing you said. When we came, did me and this nigga downstairs in the lobby, reminiscing, like, nigga, we back again, and they gave us another one. This nigga come downstairs and say, yeah, what's up, nigga? So you'd have met your real friend and left me, huh? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you a wild nigga in real life. What's up with you, Slim? But that's the type of shit that you can feel where a nigga gonna be able to blend into that environment because right. that shit, like this nigga, 
come do the show and then this nigga would at that time he was leaving and going to shoot America's Got Talent right after. Yeah. And so it was us that was creating the environment that right. you come into. And we had to fight to be able to establish. Like, they was trying to give me three shows my first season. It was uh, like, yeah, you're here for three. But they've been lying on me since I first walked in the building. Oh, I remember that situation that happened with you. <laughs> yeah. What happened with you? As soon as we got to the set, bro, the people who put the lights in the, yeah. in the ceiling, uh -huh. they were smoking a, a joint. And they thought it was me. They blamed Carlo. Really? Yeah. Bro, we just walked in the building. These motherfuckers been smoking all day. That's crazy. Damn. Been handed out for you. They been handed out for me. Yeah, they, they but scared why, you. Literally, literally the shit I've ever been on, and I use it as a baby. Like, can't nobody even say nothing bad about Wild and Out. I do no, no sour shit about Wild and Out. Because we use it as a platform, and we use it as a solid foundation to see how we know how a successful TV show works. Not only do we know how a successful TV show works, the energy that we have cultivated over the years. Yeah. Like I said, when we what first I got that, it, it was like, it get to show motherfuckers how much shit you can actually do. Right. As a talent. Yeah. Right. Because you have to do a lot of shit that don't have shit to do with shit you might do, especially actually, if you're the music a, or you fuck with the comedy or you right. fucking, you know, you're a comedian and you have to fuck with the music. But it actually became a, a, a workspace where people was looking forward to go to. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, why am I you? They called you too. All right, bitch, I mean, we got two weeks to go to LA. Bitch, go shoot this shit, have fun with the bros, go up here and talk some shit. That's what it's And we gone. It's just you know fun. what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even that like, shit was it, different it at the time, though. Like, remember, like, them, remember them times where we was waiting on them. I remember, I ain't gonna say, say the name on here because I don't know if they were, it was the old regime. They might be working for somebody else now. <laughs> we was waiting on them, them pickup notices. Oh, you yeah. You be waiting, nigga. You should be, oh, yeah. You ain't never had to wait on no pickup notice. Nigga, yes, I did. Which, why not? Nigga, you, you had to, the they, they was worried about whether or not they was going to replace you every season. Well, nigga, we had to, is the show coming back? Is it, is, oh, did the yeah. entire show get picked oh, up? Oh, of course, but That's see, the, the our pickup notice was after they had already knew the show right, was coming right, back. Right, right. Like, yeah. you had already be like, yeah, we coming back on number one. In three weeks then pass, you like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Waiting for the call. They're waiting for the call. Like that shit was different, but in a sense of we are, that's what made us love it so much in my in my opinion, because we really had to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there was no, you know what I mean, there was no leeway. There was no olive branch in regards to, you know, what you do when you get on that stage, like when them lights turn on. Now mind you, and I wanna ask you this, like, how is it different for you? Because in my opinion, you you've surrounded yourself with some with talent that you'll always be able to say, "Man, I I found that person." But you have it? Do you ever had a pressure coming up and performing the way that we feel when we get them emails when we on the show? Does it does it Hell affect yeah, you the same way? Because I want to keep the brand going. You know what I mean? Now there's an expectation, and even when it comes to like, I don't even like saying like, "Yo, I, I found that person," or "I put that person on." Really. It's the platform that I created that allow y'all to take it. I think I mean, Cat Williams even said that shit the best. He was like, Wildin' Out is like a diving board. He was like, it's niggas that's gonna come and jump on that motherfucker and do flips and right. do some Olympic shit right. and soar. 
And there's going to be some motherfuckers that can bounce on that motherfucker and fall the fuck off. Right. So it's like, long as I keep it stable enough for niggas to continue to launch, right. Right. then that's what we that, appreciate we, it's, it's, the, it's the community pool. Don't niggas come, come jump off and, and soar with that shit. Well, I ain't going to cap. I be telling people all the time I put you on because I know you would never say that. Hey, yeah. like, bro, my big homie. When I came in the game <laughs> and we did that first season, Nick was, he was through with it. I when you like, start doing comedy? Man, 19. Because you an old young nigga. No, <laughs> I started doing comedy in 05. You a young nigga. I'm old. But you carry yourself like an old nigga. But I was raised around, I'm from Mississippi, so I'm automatically 60. You, so you, you came out yes, the womb at 37. Yeah, it was. You old nigga when you came you old, out, you nigga. Old like me. Yeah, I'm yeah. old, yeah. All, everybody was old. I grew up around my great-grandma and my yeah. real granddaddy. Ain't talking about my real, my like, real granddad. Y'all got that old nigga card. I got to see, I got to see my family. Where my granddaddy could have been even greater, but he never had no draws that fit. All his draws was too big. Oh, <laughs> wait, that, wait, but he never. Did you want him to have the type? No, I'm just saying. Like some days you go over my granddaddy's house and he'll answer the door in his draw. That's what granddaddies do. And it was like, granddaddy, if your draws was the right size, ain't no telling what you could achieve. <laughs> you just never had a real I fair think all chance. Granddaddies had baggy draws. I think they only made boxes in one size back no, then. These, what these, said, these ain't even boxes. boxes. These are just draws. I said, oh, this boy, him. He's like. Saggy ass, da 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 da. Yes, just oh, really yeah, yeah, draw. Yeah, yeah. He could have no. been great. These yeah. draws were at least nigga three sizes too big. Should have cut his draws, nigga. I don't know. He didn't even fit his waistline. I'm from the That's city. I don't saying. know my granddaddy. I ain't never met that nigga. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I was not raised around him. My daddy was. nigga had a tough life, man. Man, that nigga, hey, listen. People think, that nigga think he all jokes. That nigga done been through some shit. He got some real gangsters or anything shooting. Yeah, you know, I mean, that but that right ain't there. that ain't that's the that's the beauty of being. You gonna blow his cover? Oh, sorry. Nah, nah, nah this nigga, a real one. Nah, you know it's it's that's the that's the the beauty of being in this position. Like to get to this is the escape yeah. all of that shit. Like right. I just did a niggas. show in in D.C. at the MGM, and I went back through my old neighborhoods just to show. Like it's different now. Yeah, gentrified Fuck now. Whole Foods over there. It, oh, it's coming. Oh. You know <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of white people waiting on it, but. <laughs> For me, it's like I don't, I've escaped that environment, yeah. but I'm of the environment. Yeah. But when you really of it, you don't got to walk around like you know what I'm saying. You don't have to walk around like you the toughest nigga or you with nothing. Proudly, man. Yeah, nah, nigga, I'm I didn't I didn't beat the game, Slim. Like <laughs> yeah, I had man. to wake up every day and be outside without a choice. Nigga, like what? that's not that's not something that you know. I I'm proud that I was able to get out of it, but yeah. I'm also not like yeah, nigga. Guess what I did before, <laughs> yeah. man. Fuck all that. But yeah. the thing is, for me, getting to a position where we at now, is like I look back on coming into that slot or that diving board, like you said, with nothing. Right. Yeah. And like really, me and this nigga, man, like we came in together, and he said some shit to me at our audition, uh, that our, our first workshop when we was doing that last audition, that group audition that we yeah, did. See who that nigga came up and said something to me that rang, rings true to this day. Some of the realest shit ever. Like this nigga walked up to me because we knew each other prior. He was like, right. man, I don't know what these niggas great do, but we great get on TV. And I've been telling you that them niggas been garbage since even before y'all picked me. Everybody. That's what I've been saying. Nigga I didn't never change. Everyone. You, All of them. You, you been the same oh, nigga since Kobe Bryant the of the game. Nigga. 
Kobe Bryant. Fuck him. Put him on the court. This nigga don't if like they no make nigga. They don't like none of the older niggas either. <laughs> he's like, he's the grabber. That's why the nigga What's the be difference between new garbage and old garbage? <laughs> the smell. Still garbage. The smell. The old garbage. garbage. Stink worse. There's the old <laughs> garbage, garbage and new garbage. Might trick you. Who do you fuck with other than these two niggas right here? What do you mean other than these two? You don't, don't need nobody. but two motherfuckers. <laughs> I already proved that. <laughs> People who have a lot of See, friends niggas, don't have none. You came up in this stand-up game with a lot of niggas. You don't fuck with none of them? It's not that I don't fuck with them. But do you understand that these niggas look at what I do with my hard work and feel like I don't fuck with them? Because you don't. Not no, it's see, not even that. It's they had the same opportunity to be the these motherfuckers. But because you know, y'all be y'all watch the other platforms and the mm-hmm. niggas be coming up with all of these conspiracy theories on the comedy hypes and all of that. Like, and it's like, it's you or whoever else got a podcast and you know trying to emulate what y'all done built. It's like a lot. There's a lot of people that feel like yo, you y'all the throne because they, they, they authentically don't fuck with each other. They not, you can't just well, get you on camera. But niggas. this is what I'm saying. You can't just get on camera and pretend to be friends. People gonna see through that shit. Right. Right. That's that why they shit. fuck with us. We don't always agree. Yeah. They be with the shit sometimes and don't be with the shit sometimes. Nah. Sometimes the shit I be with, they that's, be like, Lose this your shit. That's hey, that's real. That's, that's the, real. That's, family, that's the family shit. But that exactly. come from the environment right. that we come up out of, which, you know, being at Wild and Out. Like when we came in. Nigga, what, what helped you me? You had to find a family. You gonna be by your motherfucker. To this day, I still do shit the same way I did when I came in in 2013. Nigga, I'm mm. ducked off over here. Because right. there's too much shit going on in the environment for me to be comfortable. Right. There's too many unnecessary conversations. <laughs> Niggas is eating lunch with the wild and out girls acting like they don't know them your hoes. It's like, <laughs> like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never that understood that made you choke, huh? That made you choke. You <laughs> thought we weren't gonna bring it up, Nick? Like, crazy as hell. I don't. I, I never got it. Like, I've never got. Like, I've never <laughs> understood. I've never understood it, bro. Like, I've never, I've never understood that type of. That's you know crazy. what I mean? Like, I always, I always had to find a niche to be comfortable because I don't. I don't do well in environments where I see shit going on. I'm, I'm. I'm different than him in the sense that I ain't got to say nothing. Right. I just see it and be like, that's crazy. And go on my own way. He going to say something. This nigga <laughs> like go on in a prayer. Like, <laughs> a, this nigga, nigga come out. In a prayer. And he be ready to do the prayer. They be like, yeah, man, y'all do it great. Stop lying, nigga. <laughs> it was like, lose. I'm trying to motivate the young people. Man, fuck these niggas. They ain't going to be here next season. Why you give these internet niggas a chance? Why do you? <laughs> That nigga be old and grumpy, boy. Yeah. I swear, I boy. Fuck, man. Oh, he grumpy now. He's <laughs> young and grumpy. Man. Why? 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 I, because I want to give people opportunities, Lowe. I want to be. I want them Nick, to get on the diving are... board and soar. Right. Nick, what is the criteria these days? <laughs> we have this conversation. No, what is the criteria? Every, every year. Because you are lowering you the standards this so far. You used to have to be good at something. You, nigga, this nigga came out. Don't y'all use him. Thing. Stop that shit. That nigga is amazing. Just, he been in movies. Justine can read. Justine came after y'all. I can read. What the fuck? <laughs> you can read. 
They got niggas now that can't they even read. They don't they actually go. Don't they got some niggas that can't hey, read? No, no kids. They can read. It's some raw motherfuckers. Man, I just heard them niggas read the other week. They can't read. I heard the nigga read. What he do? What he say? Oh. I already know what he's talking about. Uh, to, uh, uh, Paramu, Paramount. <laughs> yeah, nah, he not lying. I ain't bullshitting. Not lying. Move. Yeah, he fucked. He fucked Paramount up. I'm talking about. Paramount. He had to. He had to walk. He had to walk through Paramount. Well, everybody like, can't read. Yeah, oh, Paramount. Right, shit, now you can't read. Your I'm just outside. okay. I'm just asking. Just, I'm just so they can know. So they can stop asking me. What's the criteria these days? Uh, to be fearless. Fearless. Like you? Not not like fearless. me. Not fearless. like me. You're not fearless. like me. You gotta be, if you gonna succeed on Wild Out, you gotta be fearless. If you scared at any moment, you gonna fail. You gonna sink. You gonna stumble off that motherfucking diving board. People think that shit is easy. You gotta you be make fearless. that shit look easy. And People then because they come in easy. with the fear, with their chest out, fearless, right. as soon as it's crickets and they don't get no laughs, yeah. they get scared. Yeah. And that's it. And they, they ain't start going second back guessing they shit. Because they think this crowd is just going to come in here and laugh at anything. These ain't fucking people who just trained to nah. laugh. Yeah. These are niggas they, who they really watching this the shit button. like they were watching at the house. Nah, nah, put that in the I ain't got no laugh that. track. Them niggas right. just nah. laughing for and real. And then them New they York seasons. He'd be thinking they'd be like, huh? Yo. Niggas, trash, yo, yo, shut the fuck up, son. Trash, and yo, nigga, I'm better than that nigga, B. Word. Right. You put me on. <laughs> For real, Slim. But that shit was fun, though. That I ain't gonna fun. hold you. That was back fun. in the day. Brooklyn was all the When we had the three level motherfucker on the yeah, side. Yeah, that was that stuff. Nigga, that, that motherfucking green room might have been my favorite. That's, shit. that's what I was gonna say. With that, that, with the, hoop, with the sprite, the sprite, the sprite the court in it. Yeah, yeah that, that was that the was one. Fresh. What that did, my DJ booth in the yeah. middle of that motherfucker? No, that shit was live. That shit was live, man. That was live. That oh, A1, yeah, the A1 wasn't fucking with that, that, that New like, York nigga, one, man. After the season, it was like, nigga, every show, oh, this got too, It got too crazy. Niggas was coming from the club to the wildin' out after party. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Line up. Niggas trying uh. to get a cover charge to get into the motherfucking after party. I forgot we were doing room. that. I forgot. That's why I was so many people in there. Yeah, yeah nigga. Was, people who had wristbands. So we had people in the crowd coming back there fucking with us. Yeah. I did not know that. I was like, whatever we doing, but this shit fun. Hey, I gotta ask you this, Nick. Like, what, what's the reason? Like, cause you do a lot of shit, and I be like, man, that nigga don't have to do that shit, but he really doing it. Right. For example, now I'm talking about the, the good part now, like right, right. as far as the shit that you do. Like we stay, like they didn't, you know, we done had a transition this particular season. We shooting, and we staying at a a a, a hotel, nigga. Damn near motel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you staying there, and it's like. Like, bruh, why you do why you do that shit? Like when we was on tour and we had to take showers at the Salvation Army. <laughs> and you was like, yeah, nigga, we going to this. I'm like, bruh, is this nigga in the CIA? Like, why is you taking showers with us at the Salvation Army? Slip? I try to keep it thorough, man. If y'all gotta do it, I wanna do it. Why I'm gonna I'm leave y'all? Like, nigga, I, I can be on my jet doing all that. Why though? I wanna yeah. fuck with y'all. But see, that's what I'm saying, but is it just to be able to see what it looks like to struggle? <laughs> like, so you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you don't forget what it's like. <laughs> let me, let me, what, what is it? Let me, let me, let me say, see what the poor people are doing. Let me make sure I never lose that part of me. Cause we was on, I mean, that tour bus seat, like, then that nigga was go the get a full shit. body massage. Get this dirt off. Nigga, we was having so much fucking fun that on that tour bus. Niggas talking shit late at night. Playing good. Yeah, nigga, that shit was fun. Like, I. 
I won't be by myself in an empty ass jet, nigga. Like that ain't fun. I mean, but I'm, I'm saying you could have took us on the jet. <laughs> that's that's what I really was getting at. Like, how do we transition into seeing the other side of the glasses? We we'd have been on this side of the glasses. But yeah, I want to see the inside of the glasses. Nah. This nigga just gonna wait till we get our own and meet us. Okay. And, hey, what's up, baby? You got here? Nah, I just wanted to always rock with y'all and even the same shit like where we stand now, like. I could go waste all that money. I could go get a house, all that right. type of shit. But like, you with us? With the yeah, like, I want. It's time to get up to go to work. We all get up and go to work right. together. Like, a bed is a bed. But that, I mean, I, I, I give you that credit though, man, because that's one of the things that I always recognize. Just me being the type of nigga that I am, and knowing that, man, this nigga ain't gotta be round niggas right. for real. Like, this right. nigga really could be on some like, hey, that shit man. Seems so phony and boring though, man. Like, to, like cause we all done came across some niggas who really, you know, believe in their own smoke right. and they try to treat niggas different because of right. whatever reason. Like, like who, you really who could. Be, yeah, who wanna be around a nigga but like I, that? I will Nobody. say, it, it, it creates, it also creates a sense of like, you know, for me at least, I know I can speak for myself to where you like, man, this nigga fuck with me, but then it's a certain level that you be looking like, man, dude, how much do you fuck with me? Because you look around and see shit that you be like, man, nigga ain't never asked me to do none of this shit because you expose yourself to shit that you don't have to. So how do you balance that? You know what I'm saying? I always say solid, recognize solid. And then when you just lay out the platform, people gonna go get it where they want to get it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this nigga right here, man, you, you see like, he saw it and he was like, man, I'm gonna go get these movies. I'm gonna go get this hosting shit. I'm gonna go get this music shit. I'm gonna go master this stand-up shit. Like, it was all right there for him. And you see his, his work ethic, you know what I mean? And some people just, just want, like you said, this nigga's purpose in life is to be pimping. Like, that's it. that nigga wanna be In life, metaphorically, not like selling coochie. I didn't, nigga, we know what selling you're talking about. Selling coochie of life. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, this is, but you comfortable leaning back talking shit, you know what I mean? Like, this nigga right here wanted all. You know what I mean? Then I also see you too, because I use you as an example. I'm like, bro, I'm watching you land in, I'm talking about literally like 20 minutes before we go on stage, and you go rock that bitch, then leave. You be like, what nigga? Oh, he gone. Where he at? In LA? I'm like, the motherfucker was just here. It's six o'clock. In <laughs> LA already, but he got to come back tomorrow because we got to shoot three more. How do you balance really being the busiest motherfucker I know? <laughs> I'm talking about no cap. The yeah. busiest motherfucker I know, your father, and you keep a smile on your face. Yeah. How do you balance it all out? I just look at it as a blessing, man, when like I would pay to do the shit that I get paid to do. Right. Like so when you wake up and God said, look, all of this is yours, then I'm gonna go try to get it all. And I'm not gonna like obviously you gotta take care of yourself and your your health and wellness first. But once we pass that, nigga, I'm out here cooking to the so I can't cook no more. Right. Keep cooking while the pot is hot type shit. Like, like it's, to me, every idea is a great idea till we come up with the best idea. Right. So whether if you got something, he got something, like, look, nigga, let's cook up. Like, if I see an opportunity, somebody, it's a bag over there, it's an easy bag to go get. Like, I'm, it's, I'm trying to be one of those cats that just understands how to diversify your portfolio on every single level. Mm -hmm. So whether it's entertainment, business, in front of the camera, behind the camera, I'm always gonna be constantly thinking, what's the next play? What's the next move? So, luckily, I'm still. I got that youthful energy, so I can still go. Like, like you said, I don't have to do it no more. I can be chilling on an island somewhere. But it's like I'm always trying to figure out how to be innovative and what's the next wave. So, 
I can keep cooking. Where did that come from for you? The hustle mentality yeah. growing up with, you know, my pops. I mean, y'all see my pops. And they got, <laughs> that nigga they, crazy. That nigga yeah. would stop you red now. Yeah. They got a new idea every no five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And, and I just, I mean, I got it from him. I mean, he came from the streets to the pulpit to, you know, and then even, you know, just growing up around D-boys and hustlers, no. niggas just trying to figure out how to get it. How do so, you keep from going crazy being a check, going from a child star to an adult star? A lot of your peers went crazy and got to fucking with the wrong shit. I don't think I was a child star, though. That's a, I think to the world it probably was, but I lived a whole regular life. You know, I was in the projects, cutting hair, selling weed, like, you know, trying to figure it all out like everybody Man, else. selling hey, weed. To what age? Selling weed, nigga. You know Nickelodeon that, at 14, motherfucker. No, I wasn't. Nigga, I was grown. For like, you? Yeah. you just looked God, 14? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. You like, was grown. Yeah, niggas like, done bought some yeah. weed from Nick. Do you own Nickelodeon? No, nigga. I, oh, you, I was you, an executive there. I was the chairman okay. for, for years. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, I was, I mean, like, because I don't ever, like I said, I'm not trying to glorify this shit. But, like, nigga, my, 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 my stepdad was the, the biggest D-boy in the city. You know what I mean? So I came up under that shit, and I was, that was the play. Like, if, if, if it's entertainment, shit, he was selling more than weed. <laughs> that's just what I was doing in high school. I'm talking about, but I was being groomed to be that next nigga to, to kind of operate like that. And it could have it went that way. And I had a lot of partners that did go that way. And a lot of them niggas is still serving. So how the hell you get into light, the entertainment? How you get into the entertainment? Give us the day that Nick Cannon didn't have to sell weed no more. <laughs> and you don't have to go all that. Nigga, I'll tell you, this it, is God honest truth, man. Like, um, it was on some save my life type shit. Like, right. um, my area and another area really was getting at it. And partners was just getting shot, dying. And I remember going, uh, I remember I went to my grandpa. I was like, yo, I'm literally scared for my life. Like, I don't think I'm going to make it out of high school type shit. And, you know, our guys on the show, he gave me this book called Name It and Claim It by Dr. Fred Price. That was our pastor at uh, Crenshaw Christian Center. And he was like, if you keep speaking death, that's going to happen to you. You start speaking life, then whatever you speak is going to happen to you. It's like, you got to speak things into existence. And that book was called Name It and Claim It. That was probably the first book uh, when I was about, you know, 15, 16, that I had ever really read start to finish and kept reading it over. And I literally, you know, whatever you desire, believe it when you pray it and you shall have it. Also, Mark 11, 23 type okay. stuff. Just okay. Really just living it. And I started speaking like, yo, I'm gonna be an entertainer, I'm gonna be a comedian, I'm gonna be a rapper, and like, this is in high school, and I literally, why homies was going through it, and I like, it's certain area, I couldn't even go no more, we couldn't go to the mall no more, we couldn't go to different football games, because it was active. And I was like, yo, I gotta remove myself out of this environment, so I started catching rides two hours away to Hollywood, standing outside the, the comedy store, the improv, the laugh factory, just with grown niggas, it was everybody from Chappelle to, Pierre to the Wayans, like right. I'm just I'm just a kid standing outside sleeping on Jamie Foxx couch, like just really just trying to figure out how not to go back to the hood. Right. Uh, and when I did go back, I, I literally had to get back to school in the morning. Do I niggas wouldn't believe me when I talk about the shit that I was doing? Uh, and I was just like, this is my vision. I'm gonna speak it, and nigga, really within. I ended up graduating high school early, and I, w I was on. I was writing for TV shows. I was warm up on Nickelodeon. I started 
You know, at the time it was WB and all that I was doing, all of that, getting holding deals. Jamie Foxx had a, a, a comedy festival down here called Laugh of Palooza. Yeah. Deal out that joint. I was Bay Area Comedy Festival, rocked that shit, won that shit. Like all of like, and this was, I was fresh out of high school. Right. You know what I mean? But I had escaped the life that I was like, nigga, once I saw that, I was like, I'm gonna square up like a box of Apple Jacks and just really just whatever y'all say, I'm gonna focus. And so Nickelodeon came, I was like, yeah, I'll be a little kid for y'all motherfuckers. Let's yeah. go, let's get it. Bro, Laughing Palooza was some of the dopest shit I ever got heart. to be a part of. Yeah. Because it was just like a whole week of just all the comedians in the country just going nigga, out. Nigga, nigga I remember I, I got my hit every club, at every the stage. First Laughing Palooza. Like we would rock the uptown, we would do d different arenas. It was crazy. Everything in between. All the comedians from in, in the whole Chris urban had a club. scene, man. Yeah. yeah, this nigga Chris Tucker had a club out here. He used to bring me down. Like I was, again, everybody who started out young would look out for the other young niggas. So they was like, I remember being a teenager. So I remember Chris Tucker flew me and Mike Epps uh, out here to do his club and put us in the same room. I had to bunk with that crazy-ass nigga, Mike. <laughs> that nigga had all kind of bitches. Goddamn it, Nick. Stop that. <laughs> no, but not, but that's the, those were my OGs. Those right. are dudes that showed me how the game go. And that's, you know, obviously, they were, he was young. Mike was young. Like, nigga, like, Chris was the nigga popping at the time. So, like, we was just comedians on the road and shit. So, you like, ever had anybody, uh, like, you know, little boy you or try to little boy you and then double back and nigga, feed you? Nigga, oh. all, all, the time, nigga, all the niggas I was on, all uh, wilding out in the early seasons. Nigga. Oh, so you don't fuck with them? No, I love You don't nigga. fuck with nobody, see? Nigga, yeah, man. see, nah, you no, the same they, kind I of nigga. I was a little boy to see the See the shit, Chuck? Nigga, uh, Spanky and all them niggas and uh, shit, uh, Joe Blunt, all them, Thomas Ward, they, they was older. Live, they used to live in the jungles in L.A. Mm -hmm. And I would come up and I'd have to sleep on their floor. You know what I mean? Just, them floor? Yeah, like, Damn. yeah. So it shit like niggas, I, I was the little homie. You know what I mean? Shouts out to, you know, Chris Spencer and, you know, all the niggas, Alex Thomas. Uh, them niggas was, those was the niggas I was looking up to. And, you know, they still in the game strong now, but it's like, you know, when you do this comedy shit, this this it's a whole different culture. Like, yeah, but I, the reason I ask is because how do you handle it? How did you handle it? What's the part? What's the most important part of of the, of the equation that that makes you say, I ain't gonna do a nigga the way I sh I could? Like, nah, because I mean, that what you what, what do you really get out of that? You know, but that's low frequency shit. You know what I mean? Like to me, I almost. niggas know what I got. Like you get to a point, I ain't got. Well, I'm gonna stun on some niggas as. Doing bad like that ain't <laughs> like that. Ain't. He, he like, why would you, nigga? <laughs> nah, nigga I, I want to see niggas win, like many, right. especially especially a lot of the people I came up with. I I, I want to see them shine, like especially the certified real ones. Like you know, that's like I'm, that nigga Scratcho gonna be my nigga for life, just because that nigga when I was a kid, that nigga not only was. He, he the big homie too. on stage. That nigga was the protector of all of us just moving around. If so, I, I seen this nigga in Compton knock a nigga out, in, a heckler out, and set the nigga right there, knocked out, and have to tell the rest of the he had to hear his whole set. Sleep. No. <laughs> Put him up in a sense. The nigga sleep. kept talking. He's like, dude, I'm just trying. I'm, I just got out. Like, I ain't, I'm just trying to do this comedy. So he kept talking. Nigga, scratch up. Boop, boop, boop. Pick the nigga up. Sit. 
Nigga heard he all said, like jokes. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with OG. Nah, but I'm just saying cats like that when you come around and like so any project I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put that nigga in the move to school, dance, or you know, whatever, wilding out, creating podcast, whatever I could do to help cats that's been with me since I was 15 years old. Like, and that's who, you know, whoever it is, from like I said, Spanky, Scroncho to Whoever else that we was riding with, to niggas obviously that we already know is you know making hella money now from the niggas from Kevin Hart to Cat Williams. We came up yeah, together. You and this nigga stay pranking each other. Y'all got a whole that damn prank shit. They done gave us millions of dollars to prank niggas. Now we good. Like this, oh, we gonna have some real fun. That was we used to come out our own pockets to prank each other. Now we got a budget. We gonna start sending niggas to the moon and I'm shit. Say, huh? Niggas thought they was on spirit and sent that nigga to Jupiter. Don't break me. I'm good, Slim. Don't, Don't do me like nigga. Do you buy nigga alone? Don't break me, man. Because he an asshole, bro. He'd do us fucked up. He'd be like, yeah, Chico, I'm finally gonna put you in that movie. <laughs> you and Carlos is finally gonna be in the movie. We show up to set, nigga, and scrunch over there with some boxing gloves on. Man, yeah, I want to see if you can it's make it. Rolling it's a rolling skate. It's a rolling like, they put the fuck up there. He like, put your skates on. Put your skates up because I'm not fighting with the skates on, Slim. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that, like, that, that type of shit, though, it's you know fun, what I mean? Though. When you get to that point, like, what what is the shit that, that make you want to keep creating outside of the money? Like, is Wait, it legacy? Some, some shit you can have fun at. You know, like I said, that's why me and Kev do what we do. That's I'm, I wouldn't do wilding out if that shit wasn't fun. Right. Like, nigga, we, Has it ever not been fun? Nah, I think I probably went through some stages and shit where I was just like, people was frustrating me because they didn't allow me to take my brand where I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we got a lot of them people out the way. So, like, you know, again, like, we jump in there. <laughs> we, we knock that shit out. We do three episodes in one day and have fun. Nigga, if you ain't having fun, you shouldn't be there. Right. And that's just, I tell that from, you know, from the top to the bottom, from the executives to the catering. Like, look, we we about love, peace, and having a good time. If you want some other shit, then this ain't for you. Oh. I overheard you uh, on one podcast and you was talking, and you was just saying about the ups and downs about the business and whatever. Right. And a lot of people would assume that motherfucker fly too. Okay, yeah, a I had to show them off, you know. Yeah, the motherfucker like Good looking. A lot of people. that motherfucking jacket I gave you. I might ask for that motherfucking back. I ain't got it no more. Casita got it. Oh, oh, y'all niggas just passed it. That jacket worth about 50. Well, he got it now, so don't ask me about the shit, nigga. Yeah, I don't have like it no cool. more. Me and Conceited, me and Conceited. Like, that's the thing, like, bruh, you got to understand. You didn't, it took us, well, I know for me, it ain't that I didn't want that type of shit back then. <laughs> it was just on Jupiter, nigga. Yeah, yeah, so we expensive. had to get to the point where we could afford them outfits you was wearing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't give a fuck how much money I get. I'm stealing that shit from you, nigga. <laughs> I don't give, because I know you don't need it. Nigga. Yeah, this jacket was like 50. I know it didn't come out of your pocket. <laughs> Let me get that motherfucker. <laughs> bro, I ain't never tell you, but when he gave me the jacket, the lady that worked with a sweet lady, love her, she's a nice lady, always nice to me, always Chico, I love you so much. Man, that nigga gave me that jacket. She came around the corner like she was great. See about me. Hey, what's up? With, where, where the jacket at? I'm like, what, what jacket, man? What you talking about? She was like, did Nick give you the jacket? Nigga, she walked me over there like a principal nigga. Yo, it was too. some custom Louis yeah, shit. Yeah, she Louis walked me in there. She was like, shit. did you say he could have this? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said he could have it. I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can have it. Then me and this nigga Chuck, this nigga Chuck did the Frisco shit on me. I, you know what I mean? This nigga Nick say, man, he was gonna get some shoes away. That nigga Chuck, I'm about to go get the shoes. He pulled me, hey nigga, 
Hey, bro, how much of this shit you done got, nigga? <laughs> hey, for real, bro. How, how much of this shit you done got, bro? Like, for real, bro. Let another nigga eat. Over the shoe. Niggas all wear the same. Man, Chuck, Chuck be calling you about shit like that. Chuck be calling me about crazy shit. <laughs> no, he ain't calling me. Nigga asked me on a show how many bitches Nick gave me. I said, nigga, you giving this nigga too much credit. Chuck called me and said, yo, yo, what you say about Nick? I said, nigga, watch the rest of the clip. He called me back. He was like, all right. <laughs> Man, nigga ain't gave me no bitches. I got my own bitches now, hey, Nick. Hey, have at it. As I you did. should. I want credit for having my own you bitches. Should. Thank you. Yeah. Clear that shit up. Don't be calling Carlos me Chuck. Has his own bitches, I ain't never said general. nothing fucked up about Nick. <laughs> that I wouldn't say in front of him. He'd know that. That's true. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
No, I was saying I, I had not seen a podcast where. Nick, no, I wouldn't say nothing fucked up about him behind his back. I'm going to say it to him first. Then I said. come out this nigga's mouth is fucked up. Thank you. He knows I'm a terrible person. We have a great relationship. People always ask me about this thing. He is here. I'm happy to ask him about all this crazy shit. I've been knowing Nick when he had two kids. Facts. Just jump. But now I was asking, I seen a podcast where you was talking about the way the elevation of the game and it can go up and down. A lot of people, because you know, you. You started, you, you say you looked young, but everybody swore you was a kid star. Yeah, you yeah. Went great, but you've been in the game damn near 30 years, nigga. Damn near. Hell are you talking about, nigga? That's a long time. I've been it. doing stand up 30 years. Yeah. I started it. doing stand up when nigga was like 12, 11, 12 years old. Yeah, you thought it was you in the game, but I remember you saying that when you did Drumline. Yeah. You was like, I only had $60,000 in my pocket when they called. Yeah. And you was like, shit. Why I might not even have that, because that's what they paid me to do Drumline. That's what they paid you to do drumline. Drum what you did from drumline. I didn't really have, I mean, I was, it was check to check. But at that time, drumline was my biggest check. And I was 60. Speak on that, living. Yeah. Check to check. Yeah. In the industry, household name. Yeah. And motherfuckers know you. Right. But you living check to check. I mean, that's just like everybody's job. And like, I, we, I was doing, I was probably making more money doing stand up than I was getting off of TV at that time. Right. You know what I mean? You know, early days of Nickelodeon, they weren't paying. That's why I was writing, too. I was trying to write and do all of that because there was more checks there. I'd do the warm-up, show up, grab that 500. I, right. Like, I was just trying to hustle. I was dancing on Soul Train. For Stop, man. Niggas swear. Me and Atheon. I was about to say, Atheon Crockett. <laughs> bro, at the, the comedy club that I started in, they got a picture of Atheon. I fuck with that nigga about every time I see him. I'm with like, bro, dreads? you got to. Yeah, the, I'm talking about the 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 alien Jones. Yeah, I was yeah, like, palm tree. Bro, you ever work with that nigga that looked just like you? <laughs> that nigga, the other nigga, the, uh, that nigga that looked just like you, nigga. Oh, I know what you talking about. Uh, in Roll Bounce. The nigga who Nigga, we was in Roll Bounce together. I'm saying on some other, on the, on the other shit. That was the what only shit doing? y'all did? Yeah, I mean, nigga, that was, that was my partner for, Shit, like we used to tell niggas we was brothers when we was coming up in yeah. auditions and shit like that. And that nigga was, you talking about Wesley Jonathan? Bro, I guess that's the nigga. Yeah, he, had, he had City Guys. He had the show that used to come on Saturday mornings on NBC. So that nigga was popping. Yeah, yeah. So I was his little bro. So like that nigga was, you know, that nigga was in Panther. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that shit, like he, he was in a classic film and all of that shit. So we, I, I looked up to that nigga. And that's just, you know, it's one of them moves where, when you out in Hollywood, like I, I had a different gift because I was auditioning and doing music and shit, but mm -hmm. stand-up was what I was known for. So I didn't even really have to audition a lot. I'd be like, yo, send the casting director, send the director to the improv that night and to the mm -hmm. comedy store. And they'd be like, yo, this is what my fucking getting off. You know, and so I would skip over a lot of shit, but like, you know, like, like I, I mean, y'all done heard the stories, nigga. Every young black kid in music and in Hollywood auditioned for Drumline. Right. Like, I had to go in that motherfucker about eight different times, and I had never booked no shit off of drum, like, auditions before. So I'm like, I, you know, I was musical, so I knew how to move around. And, right. you know, luckily the director, Charles Stone, who was so cold, that nigga directed Drumline and paid in full. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was his first two movies, and but before that, he was just a dope music you know, video commercial director. Mm -hmm. And he saw something in me, man. And it's just like, out of thousands of niggas. Like, and you, I mean, people tell you story every year. You hear Silk the Shaka talking about it, T.I., everybody. Like, nigga, when I tell you. Silk the Shaka. Yeah, everybody, nigga. Everybody auditioned for that shit. The niggas from 
TV shows, movies, everybody was auditioning for that shit. Silk the motherfucking shock in there, Thomas. Man, none of my wanna see no goddamn Silk the Shocker playing no drum. That nigga from, from Louisiana. You know he grew up with instruments and drums and shit. If, if, if not drumline, what would you say, what was the moment for you was like, oh shit, I made it? I, we were always like, I still don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. Dead ass. Like, nigga, I'm in, and all y'all niggas, like, I'm constantly hustling. I know you hustling. I ain't talking about, we talking about when the shit got different, when the checks got different. Well, I can tell you, like, the biggest check, but even then. No, like, I don't want no big check. But even then, when that shit would happen, <laughs> it'd be gone so quick. <laughs> Why? I know it's out there, but it's like, when did that shit change though? Like, it's we all knew Wild and Out changed, it helped change. Well, see, no, shit. but you gotta remember, well, for, yeah, for y'all, but for me, Wild and Out wasn't for a y'all. <laughs> no, but Wild and Out wasn't a success when it first dropped out. Then it was bad. Like, again, they was excited about punk and all of that shit. And I was just like, you know, we was just, we, we was doing well. Right. But we was waiting. Are oh, they going to pick us up? Nigga, the Wild and Out season, the first season was six episodes. Right. And we just wanted to get to season two, though. And then they gave us eight. Right. Like, oh, we thought we was on, nigga. And then from there, it just slowly. So even then, like, Wild and Out wasn't a su- success at first. Right. You look back and be like, shit, we've been doing this shit two decades. But even Drumline wasn't a success. Like, that shit opened moderately. It did well. Right. But they didn't market it. They didn't promote it. Nigga, they had no billboards. Barely, like, a commercials was only on BET. But the, the culture fucked with it and turned right. it into the classic. Mm. Like, so everything, like, I've never had that, that where a whole system or a whole oh, studio push. believes in you. Like, right. like, the shit, when you see, like, with these actors today, like, shots out to bro, uh, Michael B. Jordan. You go, draw that nigga's on buildings and, bi- right, like, right, right. because, I mean, and it's dope. Like, whether it's from Creed to Black Panther or, right. you know what I mean? Like, there's a different, there's certain people that a whole studio would get behind and be like, we want to turn this person into a movie star. We want to turn this person to a television star. You'll get get like a Donald Glover and a whole network would get behind them and motherfuckers be at the Emmys and all that shit. Like, that's because the system fucks with them. I'm outside the system. Everything I done did, all my success I had to work for, ain't nobody ever believed in me. And that's just the shit. Like, and that's why I believe in niggas like y'all because I know that pain. It's like ain't, uh, where don't nobody support you. You feel like you out there by yourself. So now at least I know how to build my own shit. So let me teach niggas the game so they can build their own shit. So they don't have to have all of their their self esteem built off of a, of a system that never fucked with them in the first place. Facts. So you got that side. You got you got you got. I fucked with it. You got that side. Of, I fucked with you, you got that side of it, right? that side that you're dealing with on the corporate side and the Hollywood side, and then you got the other side of it, the shit that niggas come up to us and be like, man, Nick Corny for real? Like, man, get nigga real nigga. You know what I mean? He done so, been with me. No, listen. Swing on oh, yeah, listen. Yeah, we standing there like. One more time. Yeah, all the way. Nick ain't here, my nigga. He ain't here. Yeah, all the way. Yeah. But we, let's but go we, talk. let's nigga, go fucking talk then. Yeah, niggas, he go right there by me like, like y'all yeah. was shooting some shit. Yeah, yeah. we was shooting some shit in Times Square. But Buddy was just he, he was, was talking. Shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, like you, you deal with you dealing with that on that side. But you've never said 
Hey man, what the fuck y'all mean I'm courting? Nigga, I'm over here dealing with this shit. You bitch ass niggas got me fucked up. <laughs> like, why haven't you felt the need to ever address that part? You address a lot of shit. You address some shit that you shouldn't address. <laughs> but you never address that. Cause why that not? Shit, like, cause it don't bother me. Like, that's like, it don't really like, I, I like when niggas call me corny, nigga. That's, that's my motherfucking like decoy. I'll yeah. take that all day. Like, I, I don't, I want you to underestimate me. I want you to think shit is sweet. So, cause then now I got the upper hand, whatever the situation is. But we know you and we know that this shit is, that shit ain't even, it ain't even, it don't even apply to the gangster shit. We be seeing you doing like, man, if these motherfuckers knew. It's beauty. I don't blow my cover. Like, I want to be, I'm corny. Yes, that's, it is what it is. Because, and then it's marketable. Nigga, exactly. Marketable. I always say, nigga, the, the corny is. I've you know, seen the nigga. I've seen the nigga do some shit. That's the, that's the shit. Like, chicks really like corny motherfuckers. If you, they want you to make them laugh. Don't be on here giving relationship advice. advice. I ain't giving no advice. You get terrible. I'm saying your show. You give terrible advice. I'm asking them questions. I got you. Don't waste one me. The one you giving terrible advice on wearing bright orange hoodies and shit. That's my morning show. That's why I be wearing You starting off the morning giving out bad advice. You know, first of all, I ain't never gave a nigga advice ever in life. Nigga, I know. You did tell a nigga get a lawyer. Well, you never like what we were getting paid. You like, y'all didn't get lawyer and walk off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> exactly what that nigga told me. But the first part, he didn't camera. even walk off. The nigga said, y'all niggas get a lawyer and went and laid in his bunk on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, did this nigga just go get in the bunk? After, that, after <laughs> telling us, <that, laughs> all right, well, bye. Hey, y'all niggas went and got lawyers. Yeah, and you it. see what the... Um... <laughs> but I don't give advice on camera, is what I'm saying. Right. You know what I mean? So what would you say is hard? It's okay. As, 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 a, as, a, as a man with many gifts, many talents, I understand. Yeah. You got the hosting, you got the comedy, you got creative content, you got, you got music, motherfucker. Yeah. Movies. Movies. What would you say was the hardest to grab? The hardest to achieve? I know you're saying you still open yeah, up shit. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the shit that, well, obviously, we all know, like, the shit that's probably the most frustrating because the music game is not a real game. It's not based off of talent. Right. So niggas can't, don't sit, sit around and know I play seven instruments and right. make all the beats on while and out there. It's just like, you gotta have a story, a trajectory. I mean, you go through the same shit. All y'all go through the same shit. Y'all niggas is gifted, but they wanna hear about the nigga that was trapping or the nigga that just got out. Yeah. They just act like they don't see you. That's how it works. You know yeah, I mean? so it's like, which is cool because there's something to it because niggas like authentic. They like real shit. They like a nigga. Like, that's, that's why today, the, the biggest D-boy in the hood can become the biggest rapper in the world because, like, oh, this nigga is certified and they get respect in this field. So all we got to do is put this nigga together with some rhyming words and a dope beat right. and he out of here. Right. So when a nigga who's not trying to do that but can come up in the church and sit on the organ and sit on the drums and all of that stuff, those usually don't be the dudes that succeed in that space. So we still on the grind and, you know, even like I done put, you know, multi-platinum artists on. I done put, I done built careers, but I'm never one to gloat to be like, oh, I wrote that song, or I did this, or I, like, I just, but the music game is always gonna be a challenge. One, it's a young man's game. Mm -hmm. So to be able to stay current, and really, and that, again, y'all niggas keep me hot. 
You know what I mean? The next generation of artists that I'm looking to find, the new show I got, Future Superstars, I'm, I'm finding teenagers. I'm finding, and, and I learned that game from the Quincy Jones and the, the L.A. Reeds. Man, that and all. shit been done. Go find some old niggas who never got a chance. They too old. I did that on America's Got Talent, nigga. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I did that already. <laughs> Them Susan Boyles and shit like yeah. that. I remember. Find that old I'm nigga in that subway who be singing Sam Cooke. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> One of them early seasons of Wild and Out, you was bringing her around. Like, H-E-R, her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Lil Gabby. Yeah, like, you was like, this was, yeah, this is, you know, my new artist or somebody I'm working with at the yeah. time. And every time I see her, I be thinking I'm tripping. I'm like, I think that was the... That's it, yeah. I put her on Nickelodeon, nigga. I, I directed and produced a movie for Nickelodeon that had her in it, Soldier Boy, Justin Bieber, uh, shit. Like, it was that I've always had a knack to, to know who's going to be next in the young young talent space. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where we continue in that, that vibe. But I think now I'm going to probably stick my chest out a little bit more and be like, yo, I'll produce that record, or I'll right. put that person on. Yeah, they you got to do it a little bit more. I never wanted to, though, because I always like to play the back. The music industry, they know, but then they be like, if they know, know you's behind it, they like, oh, because the, in the music game, there's so many different platforms and right. so many different titles and jobs. People be thinking, you got to be the motherfucker that's holding the mic to sing. But no, I can put shit together. And then sometimes it might be better that people don't know because they know you did it and just won't act like they don't like it just because they know you did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Motherfucker act like, oh, he did it? Oh, I don't even want to hear it now because I know I ain't going to like it. But if you don't put your name on it, then a nigga. Yeah, that's why I have my, like, even when I used to produce uh, records for Mariah and shit, I didn't want people to know. So I had an oh, alien. Oh, shit, put it out there, my so boy. It was uh, the Heat Miser. So it's like, I was a motherfucker. Man, of all the names you could have came up, the heat might. You is, know who the fuck the heat might. See, you're a young nigga. You don't know who the heat might. Oh, he about to flex on you. Yeah, well, please. Nah, see, it, here it, go. It was this old ass show back in the day. Where niggas used to get high to and watch the shit. It was like the, the black version of like motherfucking Sesame Street and shit. And these niggas, was like, it was like HR puffing stuff and all that shit. Or no, and it, it was the heat miser, if you remember. Then they also made the shit. Um, the Christmas, the the motherfucking Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer shit, and it was like the nigga that was ice cold, and then it was the other nigga with the, the flame hair. That nigga was the heat miser. Heat miser. I'm telling you, nigga, that shit was fire. So, so what beat I'm, did the heat miser? What's the hottest beat that the heat miser made for Mariah Carey? Uh, that shit that just went viral again. The, um, it's a rap. Well, you know what you should have produced. And I put, I put Mary, Mary J. Blige on, them, on the remix of that motherfucker. Well, if you would have produced that damn Christmas song. Oh, yeah, nigga, I was fucking yeah, it was 13 when yeah, that bitch exactly. came out. Now, that, 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 that's huge. Now, we done made so many jokes over the years yeah. about all of the shit that you got going on because you're such a public person. Right. I mean, you can't, I don't know why you, you just said they don't nobody believe in you, but somehow... The universe just seems to always have oh, yeah. you in front of some shit. Oh, yeah. like the God universe, got my back. Yeah, the universe <laughs> finds a way to put you in front of Everybody. the world, and everything you say and do is right there for to, to be consumed by the public. So, why do you choose to like as as we've known you? You've grown into me, at least in my eyes. You started to like let people in the shit that you used to that you had to be in this space to be able to see. Now you just giving quotes about shit, and I'm like, ain't no way that nigga said that out loud, man. But where does that, does that come from just fatigue of giving a fuck? 
I mean, I think I always just been the same nigga. Like it just, I think like you said, if, if the spotlight is on me, I'm all, I'm gonna keep it a stack. You ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it to the best of my ability and truthfully. Now you don't have to be trolling sometimes though. But so, yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, like, now, what is the I mean, change? Right now, because it's like I'm in this business. When I'm building brands and shit like that, I know if I say a certain shit, it's gonna go viral. I always say, you know, you gotta manipulate the media before the media manipulates you. You know what I mean? So you got to know how to maneuver in these spaces. And also, I got to be the front runner in a lot of this shit. Right. So sometimes I got to step out there and say some shit that other niggas are scared to say. Or or feel like, yo, whatever consequences come with it, I can handle it. Right. You know what I mean? Where another motherfucker might say some shit and their career be gone. Right. So, you know, it's really about you know, truly living that freedom of speech shit, especially when they know your core right. is is centered, where you're coming from an authentic place. You're coming from a place where you just really want to see people shine and see people win. Man, speaking, of, uh, speaking of media manipulation and, you know, we ain't never talked about this or whatever. When all that shit went down and, you know what I'm saying, and we was fired. Niggas was fired. We, we was fired. It's your fucking fault. <laughs> we was fired. It's during the pandemic, I ain't, got, I ain't gonna tiptoe we around it. You was fired. During the pandemic, you fucked it up, bro. Nick. During the pandemic. Most of all, you talk about it, goddammit. Talk about me during the pandemic. He definitely didn't fuck up. You fucked it up, Nick. What? How did you feel when, because nobody was, I ain't never got off no money. It was a an interview and they asked me. Right, right. If you, if they wanted to, if they wanted to replace Nick, how much money was it gonna take for you to get on the show? And I was like, I ain't taking they shit. That off the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I ain't taking shit. Nah, that's, if a motherfucker. I, I ain't never told you yeah, on camera, nigga. I love you for that too. I that's real it. shit. I just wanted, I you know, I would have took the money. Yeah, we know. You know that. <laughs> I would have left your name on the shit. Nick Cannon presents Carlos Miller presenting the shit that he presented. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you know I wouldn't nah. took the money. No, nah, we wasn't. Nah, but I, like I, that, I just want to know, like, when that shit popped up, because you still a regular nigga. Right, right. Outside of all the shit that you accomplished, because right. we acting like this because we do so much, we ain't got emotion. Facts. And we ain't got feelings. Yeah. So when that shit popped up, and you heard my response, what was your initial reaction when you were like, God damn? Nigga, I loved you for that shit, but also because I was at a time I had told them niggas I wasn't coming back. Like, like, it's funny because a lot of, okay, if you remember how it actually played out. I remember. Oh, I remember. I remember, I, remember. I, remember. I was at the house. I never then watched Wilder. They, they mm. got mad and, you know, they said, you know, and I had been in this situation before with NBC and everything to where yeah. the people that the higher ups said, we have to teach you a lesson. Right. They literally, they was, they, in, behind closed doors, they said, we have to make an example out of him because, you know, all the people in, in our space and our, it was, was, talking reckless right yeah and it got back to me I was like they want to make an example out of me like what is that supposed to mean right like if that if that ain't the most offensive and butt-breaking slave master shit if I ever someone's you gonna make you gonna hang me uh, out in front of all the niggas and, right. and make it and make an example out of me right and so you know they got then you got to start backtracking you know and so then they offered it back to me immediately like yo how can we figure this out and there was a lot of amazing people that you know that i worked with for years that's why i say you can't ever even blame an individual when you're talking about corporations right. because there's boards there's shareholders you know what i mean it's people that 
been putting money into it for a long time. And the majority of the people understood, you know, yo, Nick is family. He's been at this company since he was a teenager. Right. And then, but there's some people that literally like, we got to make an example out of him. Mm-hmm. So by the time we got there, I was like, fuck that brand, fuck that. Matter of fact, this is my brand. I've owned it for the majority of the time. And I want this, I want that. It's, we did the evaluations. We knew how many billions it was worth. Like we was ready to go to war. And I was like, if I never step foot back on that motherfucking stage again, I don't care. I was done with Wildin' Out. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was just like, one, I had a whole, I had, I was getting more money at other networks. Was, Fox had my back, right. solid, Fox, you know what I mean? Like I, solid. You know Fox. what I mean? Yeah, Fox, Fox. yeah. So it was like, I'm good. And like, I, I was cool. Like, and you know, I'm a, I walked away from NBC. I walked away from millions a couple years earlier than that. And then doubled up and, and got the number one show on Fox, right. believing in myself. So I was like, I'm gonna just do that shit again. Right. And like, I was, I was like, so whatever they want, and then when I heard Jog do, do the interview and a couple other people and shit, I was like, damn, it's a lot more people that love this brand and, and eating off this brand and provide for their families with this brand. So I was like, I I'll come back and do it for them. I come we back. We wasn't coming back. Hey, we said that live. Hey, like, nigga, nigga, it was it was you. Not coming back and doing that shit without that. Nigga, I wish another nigga wish would. I would have did Jason Derulo presents. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
that your fans gonna come with you wherever you go. Right. It's great to see y'all on TV, but they also gonna follow you over here and they gonna make sure they gonna come see you in, in their city. Right. They gonna wear your merch. And that's the stuff, that's, that's magic in a bottle. You can't get that every day. Every, from every a lot space. of responsibility though. Hell yeah, well, hell I think yeah. that's the part that people don't talk about. Like, cause I know like in the space of Wild and Out, we done been, we done been through trans, you done been Nick Cannon the whole time. But we didn't debate, nigga. Ain't nobody know who Chico Bean was in season five or, you know, like Carlos Miller to where we, who we are now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've seen when the environment be a certain way and then you walk in the room and everybody's changed. Everybody <laughs> start doing something different. And right. Everybody. How do you navigate that? Because when you had that type of power and you walk in the room and everybody was doing what they maybe wanted to be doing and then you walk in and they start doing some other shit that tr in front of you. Like, how do you know who's there? How do you navigate people <laughs> in that regard? Because you've been seeing them since the I mean, it's one of them things, man. You got to, it's chess. You got to let, they're going to expose themselves. They're going to move how they want to move. And some people are going to show you how solid they are. And you just gravitate towards that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, everybody is putting on their best representative. And ultimately... You come across a nigga like this, who no matter what room he in, he gonna always be the same nigga. Even when it's inappropriate. <laughs> this nigga be cussing out the motherfucking cameraman and the tech. But like, they love me. And they they, they, they wanna hear this shit. Yeah, but then there's a nigga who, where we all thinking the same thing, but I, I, I play the game a little bit more. I know how to, I'm going to strategically tell you the same shit he telling you. But I'm going to do it in a way to where you feel like it's at least politically correct. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, now I'm at a stage where I ain't even got to say shit like you saying. See? Like now, my presence speaks for itself. Right. So when I walk in the room, you, my, the aura is going to make you either straighten up or have to back off because it's like, oh, yeah, he probably really don't fuck with me because I'm on some bullshit and he can sense it. Mm -hmm. So like, that's, I, like spiritually, that's where I've been trying to you know, get to. To where now I ain't even gotta say shit. I just walk in the room and people know what it is. Yeah. But can we set the record straight, man? Right here on motherfucker. I'm straight. I can't be he's that high. Of, he's scared of weed. Yeah, I'm scared of weed. <laughs> yeah, I'd be too high sometimes. <laughs> set the record straight right here, right now. Face to face for the motherfucking world, man. Because I'm sick of this shit. I'm tired of asking this goddamn question. You did not fire Carlos. Nah, can we tell you I want to tell the truth? Yes. Tell yeah. Yeah. We been yes. yes. We tell the truth. Yeah, that, tell before the you truth. answer, before you answer, before you answer, I I speak from there. I've never been fired. Right. But we have been done in a way to where it's like, damn, like what has a nigga been doing on these script? Like, no, I'm the not truth. the nigga. I'm tell not the, the nigga. Truth. I want to know the truth. No, I'm not the nigga. I'm not the nigga. You know my person. I'm not the nigga to be like nigga. Run the tape back and you got me fucked up. <laughs> but they put you in a position where it's like, nigga, is that what I get? Do I got to show up and be the nigga that I can be and be ignorant to make a motherfucker realize it? Or do I just have to say my feelings hurt? Because when you know that you put this shit down in a certain way and a motherfucker just be like, ah, well, we'll, we'll see. You'll see what? And we be like, nigga, because you remember when Los was gone, we both had conversations like, nigga, 
this shit feels strange, Nick. Hell what we gonna do? Yeah. We came to Nick and Two Nick, we to you like, bro, nah, like, right. please, brother, whatever man. we gotta do to get this nigga back here, cause the environment ain't the same. Like, who do that? Who the fuck is the person or the people that be like, fuck us like that? Man, I told y'all for the game. I'm glad y'all even already laid it out there because y'all already talked about the origin in this conversation already. When we was on that motherfucking tour bus, and I told y'all niggas, go get lawyers. Right. That's exactly where that shit start. Don't let nobody tell you anything different. This whole motherfucking world is ran by attorneys. Like, go, y'all go home and watch the motherfucking Devil's Advocate. Are y'all already at yeah. home? Yeah. Watch that shit with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. Like, when you, the people who speaking that legalese and talking that shit, they the ones that run all of this shit. And if you got a good, solid lawyer rocking with you that ain't in the pockets of the other motherfuckers, because even your lawyers can be, playing both be on sides. some snake shit because they've been cool with the corporate lawyers and all them people since back in law school. Right. And they all under the same entity, right. so they all got the same oaths and beliefs and all of that shit. So that's the groundwork. So I'm going to tell you all what I have to deal with every single season. Every single season they tell me I got to cut the budget. And I figure out how the ways to maneuver it, because again, they don't want a nigga to know his value. Even though our shit steady rising, they're gonna try to find something. They're gonna tell me, well, you know, your, your 3 a.m. shows aren't really rating as much as, as well. Don't fuck about that. We know what the numbers is doing online. Right. So again, we let them give it, they give us a number. And again, you know, it's motherfuckers' jobs to keep telling you a lower number. So, and that's every season. So the goal is they always want to seem like they got more power. And there's, like I said, there's a lot of people who ain't there no more who were in positions of power that would say stuff that, like, everybody's replaceable. You know what I mean? Like, and just, you're like, all right, well, that ain't the brand I'm rocking with. Right. But I understand what you're saying because of what we built, you know, nobody's bigger than a brand. Right. You know, we really trying to get to it. So... As this loud, outspoken motherfucker has always been from day Somebody one. Somebody out. He probably said, I don't even know. Like, again, I don't know, but, you know, he didn't, he didn't have too many friends in higher places to say. But he looked like somebody that was, as they considered, a, a troublemaker. And y'all remember there's been incidents where people would get... Incidents? Now, I'm, not just, I'm not just saying you, but there would be certain... We'd have to have conversations with HR because... We might have said something about a certain community. We might have said something, a joke or something that made someone uncomfortable and they went and complained about the, or again, smoking in the, or whatever. It's always, if you get, just like at any job, if somebody wrote, writes you up too many times, now you won't notice. They paying attention and you, you get the, you get the jacket of, of a rabble rouser, a troublemaker. That's just, and you know, we all been there, but, he was probably one of the more louder ones. Right. So when he came game. up, and again, man, we're going to keep it a stack. <laughs> keep it a stack. When everybody, at no point did anybody say, we don't want Carlos, we don't want GD. We all have representation. Mm -hmm. And when the way it got back to me and a couple other, other executives is, you know, when it's time to renegotiate for your deal, Carlos, people, rightly so, was like, Carlos don't want that deal. Carlos want more money. Carlos want it like as his represent. All of our representatives have, have right. shown us, and even based off of as we sit here right now, 
they value all of us differently. Right. And I, I'm the only one. I get to see everything. Right. But, you know, even at the time, they give, he got holding deals. He's doing other shows. He's doing MTV movies. So they value D.C. differently. So they'll say, well, as long as we got D.C., we're good. And it's like, but, you know, we, we all want right. to be good. And then it's like, so then I, got, I get put in a weird position. I'm like, but I, I, don't, I don't do the bullshit. I'm like, I want everybody back. Even the niggas Carlos don't like. I want, I want everybody to get it. Because if that's, I know my budget <laughs> is larger. And I can move it around. I can get niggas more episodes. Because if I say, because like right now, our cast members, they try to get me down to six on six and with, a, with the team captain. So it's really, including myself, it's seven on seven. Y'all remember, there's been seasons. Where it's been 13, 12, on 13. 13 on 13. Right, right, because right. I was like, I want as I, I can maneuver it around as much as I want to. Right. So when they were like, all right, well, we're going to send everybody's deals out and we're going to see who comes back. And y'all, this shit even happened this season. When niggas don't come talking back the way they like it, they was like, oh, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Hmm. And that's how it got. There's like, Carlos isn't signing his deal. And I'm like, and I'm in the same position y'all niggas. I, nigga, I almost didn't come down to this motherfucker until they got my money right. <laughs> so as much as I'm going to hold it down and be like, but they do me the same way. And I got to, I got to, Hold tight, stand on my square, and be like, nah, I ain't coming until you get till. And I see the numbers. Mm -hmm. I know what everybody get. I know the value. So in those situations when, again, you got struck, the, the people demand, we knew we wanted those back. But when the people, and y'all remember when, when they came back and we was all standing outside by the trailers, and like, yeah, you know, I don't know why Nick didn't want you. Motherfucker, come over here and say that shit that you know how it is. Right. Like, that ain't, that's never how it plays. I'm going to tell everybody, Nick cried when I came back, y'all. He, he cried when I came back. <laughs> Did y'all see yeah. the episode? Nah, fuck the episode. It was, when it, it was before the camera came on. Yeah, the nigga hid in my dressing room. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, Nick cried. He ain't want nobody but to But that know. was one of the funnest <laughs> episodes <laughs> ever. That shit was Nick. That was one of the, because yeah, 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 when he came out, at, this is probably the only time we've done this as I know for speaking from our perspective, because right. that's the thing that from my, from my vantage point that always makes me say, well, damn, where does the, you know, where does the, the credit come in for the type of people that we are in the environment and understanding it was necessary? Because right. if we wanted to, we could just go out there and just, I'm talking about berate motherfuckers right. and, and wouldn't be nothing nobody could do. You know what I'm saying? Like literally right. it wouldn't be nothing that could be done. But we understand the structure of the, this. This is a team sport, so we understand that it, it's like, man, we got to make everybody look good. Hey, right. bro, don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. But yeah. that day when that nigga came yeah. back, we was like, nigga, get the fuck out the way. Move yeah. if you don't do this shit at the highest level. Sit down and watch, nigga. Right, nigga. That was it. That's what that's the same episode y'all got out of my little brother. Brother Shoes, yeah. Yo, that nigga, that nigga yeah. is famous in the hood. Them big ass yeah. boys. Yeah. All the way. On that boy, that day, boy. They, they didn't design them Astro boots after but that he, nigga. He was the only one that had the heart to, to step up and do something. Everybody yeah. else was, was like, brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
I get confirmation. They be like, nigga, but y'all, I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm nigga, like, that, but y'all to live an example of solid. Like, even all the shit we talking about, nigga, you ain't never seen no niggas root for each other like y'all root for each other. Like, also, like, damn near some rat pack type shit. And even them niggas broke up. You know what I mean? Like, y'all niggas really want to see each other win and understand y'all let, y'all go all over this fucking world or every city, state and just vibe off of each other. Name another time. Nigga, the kings of comedy didn't fuck with each other. Exactly. Like, them niggas was beefing backstage. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all niggas really fuck with each other, man. And, and people, we, the world has watched you get it out the mud right. and still keep it in the trap and still show loyalty and love. Like, I ain't never, even, nigga, niggas who done, from D-boys to rappers, all the niggas break up. So I was like, oh, niggas can't never break up, nigga, because y'all on some shit where you literally are in front of the world a living example of what solid shit look like. Right, that's bad. Like, no, 85 South, that shit is about unity. Like, y'all niggas turn the whole fucking interstate into a gang. It's a community <laughs> unity. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, like the same way you say we fuck with each other, I can say genuinely, bro, we fuck with you. That's like, love. That's like, bro, we fuck with you. Like, niggas is like, I preach that. Niggas, niggas is like, like, we really love you, Slim. Like, if you, if we never did another episode of Wildin' Out, like, the fact that you was willing to stand next to that shit is the most that long. shit out. Like nigga, a this decade, nigga. nigga. That long, that long. That long. Shit. <laughs> that that really All of the shit that you've done throughout the years and stood next to us and said, "All right, nigga." When you had morale, we was telling all the motherfuckers, sit y'all ass down, nigga. Y'all ain't doing no work. My last, my last day tomorrow, nigga. So I ain't fuck it. You know, baby, y'all niggas be there. I'll be there next week. We ain't get y'all together. Fuck it, y'all. Let's do it. Uh, you can stay in some more days? Yeah, nigga. All right, nigga, Please. come back. Like, Please. y'all three gotta be together. Please. I mean, I wish you'd tell the network that. Yeah, but. Like, you see, like, yeah, if you say that, that now, shit. we gonna get it at a moment. So now, I'm gonna next run this let's goddamn keep it mind, stack, though. I understand how it goes. No, no, let's keep it I gotta pay for that. But I wanna see that work. You got a lot of money. And that's what I'm saying. I just invited the nigga to be on the episode. Well, that means we're gonna have to charge you a lot more because we know you got more than you can spend. That's that nigga right there. You have Before you go, Nick, I got You have so much money. I gotta ask you this. We do gotta, because we'll be in here, nigga, forever. But, like, I'm a big, big, like, proponent of what you said about the freedom of, you know, being able to say what you want and manipulating the media before you. Like, before they get you. Before they get you, but like Los always say shit to me like all the time. He said, man, I wish Chico, I would go on shit and say ridiculous shit like you be saying. Nigga, you know how much shit you avoiding by saying the shit you say out loud? <laughs> but for you, nigga, you take it to another level. Like yeah. I got on the breakfast club and said, I don't never want to be married or be in a relationship. <laughs> and I'd have been saying this shit for years. Right, right. But when right. I said it on the breakfast club, Nigga, you should have seen the comments, and really? I'm talking about, they it was crazy. Here. Nigga, you be saying shit, <laughs> and I be like, bro, this is beyond honesty. Like, this nigga gotta be fucking with somebody. <laughs> like, what is you, as best as you can explain before we roll, what yeah. is your perspective on relationships with women? Oh, shit, nigga, we gonna be here. We, that's another episode. I gotta no, come no, back. No, well, but well, I'm talking leading to the it, next episode. It's energy, man. At the end of the day, whatever makes you happy, I, I, that's what I offer, you know what I mean? And luckily, in 
God has aligned me and blessed me to be able to do whatever I want to do, however I want to do it, and can't nobody tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to love, I offer, I'm, I'm 100% from the gate. I can say, yo, I can elevate you. I can take you to places you ain't never been before, but you got to trust me. And you got, it's going to be a different level of freedom, like to where I'm so confident in who I am, and hopefully the, the, the woman I'm dealing with is so confident in who she is that we can operate on some new shit and we don't got to get stuck in these old school, traditional, colonialism type of scenarios. So I'm like, look, you move how you want to move, I move how I want to move, but I'm going to be offering so much, I'm going to be so much of a protector and a provider that you ain't going to miss a step. And then so from there, you, you don't everybody, everybody don't go for the shit. Right, right. You right. know, but and I got to take those sacrifices that pretty much like, all right, we built, we had time on on this planet at a certain frequency where we was vibing, but you want different things out of life. The women who want the white picket fences and, you know, the, the monogamy, they're amazing women for a certain type of nigga. Right. I want somebody who want more than that. I don't want somebody who is who wants ownership. I want somebody who can grow and build some shit together. I've been saying this shit for years. <laughs> I've been saying this shit for years, motherfuckers. And your jewelry looking like they started to believe They calling me crazy. No, this is not. Ain't got nothing to do with that, nigga. That's a bill. <laughs> but like to hear you say that at the level that you at, it's like you know, what I mean, okay, there is a, a a a level you can get to as a man and not be. My restricted. granddaddy was like that, like and his granddaddy, like it yeah. it, it, it was running our family. But it, but I say this to say, it's not a scenario to where it's, I mean, as Carlos would say, pimping and giving them game. It's actually real life shit. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's culture. that's the game. But, but when you, when I say you can be pimping happier. just how you play it. Here, here you go. You can be happier over here. Right. You know what I mean? Instead that's of trying, pimping. Proper information motivates people. Hey, positive images making moves. Mike, making power moves. Yeah, yeah you see what I'm saying? But, but you know, we're going to get into, we're we going to get into all Master. of the, all the children and all you that, your perspective. Right. Part two. Part two. We, 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 we just say that the first part the ladies and all that. No, the, the oh, next oh, time. Two. The man. next time, hey, man. Maybe we you might say some wrong shit. Yeah, man, no, we know no, you no, ain't let you edit it out over here. No, I'm tripping. We wouldn't let you say nothing crazy. We know you're extremely busy. We appreciate you stopping through here and yeah, fucking with us, man. I like ten, we're 10 deep in there. Yeah. Come on, Nick Cannon, 85 South. Let's get a picture right quick before yeah, we wrap yeah. up. Ow. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 